0: two-time number one international best-selling author, course creator, and he has been assisting clients to enhance their understanding of money management to become debt-free, discover ways to build wealth, and to generate legacy wealth for over 18 years. Will you be next? Here is your host, Paul Lawrence Van.
1: No matter where you happen to be, I hope that you're having a good day. And welcome to Wealth Academy Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Vann. Of course, I'm celebrating through a series as a part of National Financial Literacy Month, which is the month of April, which we're in. And today's episode is going to be all about investing and you. That's right, you. Because what I've talked about from day one through day nine is financial literacy, the fundamentals of it, the pillars of personal finances. Uh, banking and you and many, many other topics that talk directly and speak directly to financial literacy. So we're going to celebrate that. And now I'm going to move into that area in which I want all of you to move in eventually if you so choose. And that area is investing. And so I'm going to be talking about that today. And I'm glad that you could be with me. And as part of the Wealth Academy podcast community, I want to say to you, wealth is more than just money. That's our mantra. I'm sticking to it as well. I'm going to stick to our mantra, wealth is more than just money. And what this means is that we not only can have generate some wealth, but we can also have a good life as well. Have things such as good relationships, love, we can have community activities, volunteering and making the community better. We can have happiness, joy in mind, body, as well as in spirit. And so that's what I want to talk to you about today. And so let's just get on into this. And uh, what it's all about when it comes to uh, starting to invest, uh, what we're taking to, to consideration is this. Uh, you have gotten yourself into a position where you may be not fully debt-free, but you're close to it. So you've saved some money, you have an emergency account set up, and now we want to transition and make that transformation to starting to invest. And so if you're ready to invest, you want to learn some basics about it and how to invest your money and decide what to invest in and how much to invest by understanding the risks and potential rewards of different types of investments. But what I want to preface before I get started into this is that you want to contact a stockbroker or investment firm. Uh, you want to maybe talk to your accountant as well as a lawyer when it comes to this, because there are different avenues in which you can use in terms of a 401k plan or a regular IRA, and then Maybe a company sponsored retirement plan whereby you can invest in a company and then some other uh, mutual stocks that are out there. So, I want to say go to that professional and uh, let them assist you in this process. Now, I myself have some experience in it, investing on my own. Also, when I used to work for a, a Fortune 500 company, that's when I started the investment track for myself. But let's get started. So, first of all, what is a stock. And what is the stock market? It refers to the collection of markets and exchanges where stock buying and selling takes place. You've seen it on Wall Street, and you've seen it on a lot of financial uh, television uh, programs as well. And people always reference one person, mostly Warren Buffett, He's the key person that people think about because he's been investing since he's been a child. And now he's amazed the fortune as a result of it. So if you're looking for ways to learn how to invest as an independent individual, uh, you can always get a book or get some. I I just downloaded a, a report from Warren Buffett recently, and it provided a lot of insight. And he gives you a little guidance, a little bit of direction in terms of where to go. So the stock market again refers to the collection of markets and exchanges where stock buying and selling takes place. So the term stock market and stock exchange are used interchangeably. And even though it's called a stock market, other funding securities such as exchange traded funds, uh, ETFs, corporate bonds and derivatives as well based on stocks commodities currencies and bonds are also traded in the stock markets and so you have a person let's say uh, for example um, when I used to work for mobile oil company and of course that's the oil and gas industry or, or I was in the military so I could look at a lot of the defense industry or if you're in the food industry you can look look through that and then of course the tech, Feel as well. So, a lot of different ways. But there are multiple stock trading venues, and the and the leading stock exchange in the U.S. includes the New York Stock Exchange, NASDAQ, and some other uh, options exchanges out there too. So, uh, there are also a lot of what we call uh, marginal. Uh, investment companies where you can go in and buy you one stock or two and there are a lot of apps out there. I'm not going to name them because I'm not uh, really um, going to act as a spokesperson for them. I'll let you find them out on your own. Just go to Google and look at uh, investing apps out there and that will help you. Again, I'm trying to stray away from the lawyers. And I don't want to have to be trying to defend something that I said, but I want to let you know that there are some apps out there. You've probably seen them because a lot of them are advertised on television. So so how do how do you invest? So uh, to buy stocks, you need to use a broker. And this is a professional person or a digital platform. There you go. That app whose job is to handle the transaction for you. For new investors, there are three basic categories of brokers. And I'm going to share them with you right now and uh, they're going to help you along your journey Uh, there's a full service broker who manages your investment transaction and provides advice for a fee and you have to be very careful with how much of a fee that an individual receives because if they receive so much of a fee then your return on investment is going to be a lot smaller than you thought it was and we're talking about real money here we're not talking about monopoly okay we're talking about real money. And then there's an online discount broker, and that executes your transaction. And that also provides advice depending on how much you have invested. And some examples of this could include a company like Fidelity, which a lot of people use, and then uh, TD Ameritrade and Charles Schwab, which is more uh, been around for a bit longer than some of the, the newbies. And then there's a robo-advisor that executes your trades and can pick investments for you. Uh, they're, and I'm not going to name them. I'll just say go to uh, Google and, and look up uh, robo advisors and they help provide trades to pick investments. And so the question becomes this is why should I invest? Well, you want to invest because you want a greater return on your investment. And depending on what what generation you happen to be in, if you're in your 20s or 30s, the sooner you start, likelihood is the better it's going to be. And and the reason why I say that is is that when it comes to investing, oftentimes you want to look at it from a long-term standpoint. And you also have to look at it as if you're not willing to lose some money, then you probably not made for investing because it's made for the long haul and you have to be patient. But knowing that uh, if you're getting, depending on what you're investing in, if you're getting some dividends back monthly, then it's working out for you. And I think that's something uh, to look at as well. And so people say, what should I invest in? Well, it depends. Uh, Perhaps if you look at some products you have around your house and you see something that, oh, I really like this. I would invest in it because if you're using it and it works, it means it's a good company. Uh, Look at me. If I looked at um, uh, having worked at mobile oil company, well, I know a lot about oil and gas. I worked in legislation. I know a lot about that. I worked in the Air Force. So I know a lot about that, those industries that are attached to them. And uh, that's a really great way to do it. So uh, there's a, a right answer for everyone. There's no right answer for everyone when it comes to investing. So uh, someone may ask, which securities should you buy and how much you buy it would depend on the amount of money that you have available for investing and how much risk you are willing to take in hopes of earning a higher investment. Because there's risk in everything. There's risk if you invest in real estate. Uh, there's risk if you invest in cryptocurrency. There are a lot of risk in this. So you have to see what, what, is your, um, what type of uh, risk are you willing to take. And uh, I think that's very important. So uh, when we look at a stock, it's also known as shares or some equity. Uh, It's a type of investment that signifies partial ownership in the issuing company. And this entitles the stockholders to that portion of the corporation's assets and earnings. For example, I stated I'm in the oil and gas industry. And uh, when you look at what's happening now in the Ukraine with, with Russia's invasion, it lets you know that the, the supply and demand has been impacted because a lot of countries were purchasing their, their, um, oil from Russia as well as their gas, probably even more gas for people warming up their homes and all in Europe. But that also impacts the oil and gas market, <clears throat> excuse me, here in the United States as well. So you take a company, I used to work for mobile oil then they if they've pulled out of, of that uh, sector, uh, uh part of the country investing uh, with oil, then that's going to have a change on us in the United States. And we can go to the gas pump, but we can easily see the impact, but also think about the stock market and the impact it had on it. So um, also uh, owning stocks, uh, gives you the right to vote on a shareholders meeting, receive dividends, which come from the company profits, if and when they are distributed, and sell your shares to somebody else. And it's not a guarantee that you're going to always get a, a dividend. It just all depends on the stability and the profit that, that has been made. And uh, so I think it's very important to understand that as well. Uh, when we look at um, uh, some volatility, that's also a part of it of that risk. And uh, stocks can rise in value, fall in value, and even become worthless in some cases, depending on what you're uh, investing in, and making them more volatile and potentially riskier. And then there are ETFs are exchange traded fund. It consists of a collection of securities such as stocks that often tracks an, an underlying index and can invest. If you have... ETFs, you can invest in any number of industry sectors or various strategies. And then there's mutual funds, and mutual funds is a type of investment consisting of a portfolio of stocks, bonds, or other securities, and mutual funds give small or individual investors access to diversified uh, different uh, opportunities. So uh, one of the things I really want you to understand when it comes to stock and I have a post here for those of you on the video on the live stream. It's invest regularly a little bit at a time. This means you're, you commit to investing a certain amount at regular intervals. I'll repeat this. Invest regularly a little bit at a time. When you first start out, just kind of get your feet wet, so to speak, and this means you commit to investing a certain amount at regular intervals. And I think this is very important as well. I'm just gonna share just a little bit more with you before I get off of here, uh, primarily because uh, uh, investing, uh, I may have to come back for another one. And then bonds are issued by companies, municipalities, states and sovereign governments to finance projects and operations. A bond's coupon rate is the interest rate that the investor will earn. A bond is referred to as a fixed income instrument because bonds traditionally have paid a fixed interest rate to investors. So it's good to understand that. And ask these questions of whoever the broker is. And if you have a broker and you ask a question and they don't respond, you might want to change brokers. And if you have a broker, a stockbroker that is taking nothing and receiving nothing but fees and you're not getting anything out of it, I recommend that you switch to another another, uh, stock broker. And uh, most bank accounts in the United States are issued by the Federal Deposit Corporation, or FDIC, up to certain limits, and currently up to $250,000 per FDIC-issued bank. So uh, one would ask, is it safe to invest in the stock market? Stocks are risky some more than others you can lose money if if that their share prices fall so brokerage accounts are insured by the securities investment protection corporation up to half a million dollars so um what is the safest investment the u.s treasury securities includes bonds bills and notes and backed by the u.s government and generally considered the safe safest investment in the world but again talk to your broker and um the thing I want you to understand is there is always risk, and that's something you should never forget. And then the bottom line is is uh, to hire a professional, compare uh, different uh, stock brokerage companies, and uh, that will serve you very well. So I went through this pretty fast because I like to keep each of these episodes since it's a series. Keep it short. So that you can get something out of it, but then the key to all of this when it comes to investing is to do some self study do some research on your own and ask questions if you get a broke a stock broker to help you a brokerage firm to help you ask them all the questions. Ask them all the questions that you, that you uh, need to ask or you, you're you wondering about. So this concludes this episode, Investing in You. Again, it's Wealth Academy Podcast with your host, Paul lawrence Van. This is episode 217. I want you to go to Apple Podcasts, rate and review this episode and provide a five-star rating. I'll see you on the next broadcast and episode for listening of Wealth to, to Wealth
0: Academy Podcast. Academy Podcast. Please subscribe and rate this episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. To get you or someone you know assessed for Paul's online financial freedom courses or money coaching, in addition to resources associated with this podcast, email paul at info at paulvanspeaks.com.